1: This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do
0: good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. In case you were wondering, no, you didn't miss the weekly She-Hulk question that I always post on Instagram. This week, instead, we're going to do a little bit of a different segment, okay? My friend Kaya from the Bravo Wild Black Podcast, you know she had the right in, child. She has some things to say. She wants some questions asked. Are they about She-Hulk? Of course not. (laughs) She has a lot of questions. And you know what? I'm going to try to answer them because if she has them, maybe y'all do too. Plus... We're going to get into this new She-Hulk episode that was great, a whole lot of character development, and we got to talk a little bit about D23 that happened over the weekend and why some of y'all are pissed the hell off, okay? It's your bonus episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. you guys. I'm so happy you decided to join me once again to talk She-Hulk episode 5. But first, in my Julie Chen Moon Vest voice, shout out to all you Big Brother fans out there, I wanted to discuss a little bit about what we got from D23. Now, I hyped the fuck up out of it. You know, I thought it was gonna be some things. I thought it was gonna be some such. I thought it was gonna be, you know, some, some, some jargon. You know, I thought it was gonna be some things. Okay. It wasn't, but that's okay because we got two what I feel are two amazing things out of it. We got the secret invasion, we got that trailer amazing, and we got the werewolf by night trailer. Which we knew this was in production, but nobody knew if it was actually going to come out this- in October. No one, we're like, okay, they've been hyping this. Well, they haven't actually. I'm sorry, I was going to say they've been hyping this up. They literally haven't said shit about it. We just knew that this was happening. And we didn't know if it was actually going to happen, but we knew it was happening. And now all of a sudden, boom, boom, it's happening. And it's happening like within a couple of weeks, which is kind of crazy. And I'm very happy about it. I can't wait. What is it like two weeks away now? Ah, maybe three. I don't know who's counting. But anyway, that's mostly, in my opinion, the most exciting thing we got. I don't think we got any other like new, new, new project announcements. We got some like cast confirmations. We got some other news like, oh, he's gonna direct this. And oh, look, it's Anthony Mackie. Oh my God, there goes Daredevil. And you know, I feel like they've been parading Daredevil around everywhere that he can actually go these past couple of months. So it it, it lost a little bit of his luster, but let me tell you something. I will say I've been rewatching Daredevil recently. I don't know. I feel like a a good Daredevil rewatch is always a good time. And I'm somewhere like, I don't know, I'm somewhere like halfway through season one. It's just, it's been giving me what I need, okay? I'm really ready to get to season three. Season three was my favorite of the three. I love me some Wilson Bethel, okay? That is my dude. I love him on All Rise. I loved him as the antagonist on Daredevil season three. I just, I love it, okay? I just do. You know, don't don't sue me, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Is he gonna come back in a role? Probably not. They made it very clear. That's one of the things that did come out of D23. This is not a season four of Daredevil. This is a season one, okay? This is him in the MCU, okay? Even though Kingpin played by the same actress back again, this is still a season one. Now, is that a little weird? Kinda, but it's what I want from them. I'm excited. 18 episodes. They're doing Born Again. That's gonna be amazing. I'm going to reread that after I rewatch the show. I'm just having a good time me and my comics. We don't bother nobody. Memphis is a crazy city. It's one of the they ranked it one of the top 5 most uh I forgot if it's worst places to live or most dangerous places. You know, I'm I'm staying in the house, okay? Ooh. Except for one day this weekend, okay? Me and my friends, we have reservations at this new restaurant for weeks now and we have been waiting to go okay the lobster macaroni looks amazing and i'm ready to go try it okay i'll report back i'll take pictures y'all know how i do i give y'all when i go eat i give y'all a little food tour okay so we'll 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 you know we'll talk about all that anyway the my favorite thing to come out of d23 i loved so much so much that secret invasion trailer it was so serious it was Nick Fury led. We got some, uh uh, 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 oh my God, we got some Daenerys Stormborn. And <laughs> not me calling her about her show now. Y'all know the fuck I'm talking about. We got some Danny in there, okay? Got some Amelia Clark, okay? We got some Olivia Coleman. We got, listen, we got the people in here, okay? And I'm ready for this show. They haven't given us a set date, they just said early 2023. So I don't know I don't know if it's going to be the first project of 2023 or the second you know I think Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania I think that comes out in February of next year so I'm I doubt it'll be before that but it'll probably be like right after so that'll be amazing I'm excited for that well we'll see how it goes I'm I'm excited we also learned that speaking of Ant-Man Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is going to be like the direct lead-in to, uh, the Kang Wars and I'm sorry, the Kang dynasty. Ch- it's, it's so much shit going on. I, I can't remember all the shit, but it's going to be a direct lead-in to that. So what happens between then and there, I don't know when this movie takes place. Who knows who all gonna be in it. I don't know, but you know, that and, uh, secret wars comes out the same year. So, Ooh, yeah, I have, okay. I have my secret wars comics downloaded on my phone. I'm going to go back through those two. And I'm not talking about like the little, you know, limited you know, limited series run. No, I'm talking about all the comics that lead into the big event, everything that happened after. It's going to be like 100 comics, but like I'm so excited to read them. Y'all just don't know. And I'm going to report back. Okay, I'm going to have y'all ready for Secret Wars when it happens. Now, that's not happening for another like two, three years. But when it's happening, y'all will be ready for it, okay? That's really it that came out of D23. We just got a lot of like casting stuff what we didn't get. We never we still don't know who the hell playing Reed Richards and Sue Storm and the Ting Tang and you know the John. We don't know who playing none of them, okay? So I guess we'll just have to hold on and see. No Scarlet Witch solo movie announcement, which is always <sighs> very sad. I just I don't like when I don't know where Wanda's gonna pop up next. That's my favesies. Bring her back. That's my, they did announce, Marvel did announce that uh, the Scarlet Witch is getting her own, like, new, brand new comic run. So I'm going to be reading that. I think we should all get them and buy them as they come out. It's going to be amazing, period. It'll be great. Uh, I think, you know what, I think I'm going to do, like, Pug there. You know, he gets one for show. One for stock. He wants to put one on. One to rock, one to stock, whatever they call that shit. I don't do that dumb shit no more, but I'll talk about that later. Who God. Oh, it's just me. I was just thinking about it. I'm not doing that with no damn shoes. But anyway... I think I'm gonna get one comic to like keep in the plastic. Cause I rarely ever do that. I'm gonna get one to keep in the plastic. And then I'm gonna get one to actually read every week. And I'm gonna do that for the entire run. They haven't said how many issues it's gonna be or anything like that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. That's my girl, that's my Wanda. And in 30 years, that's gonna be worth a pretty penny. And I'm gonna be like, well, I'll probably be dead. But you know, if I'm not, I'm going to try to sell it because, well, maybe I won't sell it because it'll be very invaluable. I don't know. I'm a skeeve. Okay. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump into, who y'all, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> Listen, full disclosure, I'm a little out of breath. I just ate a gross amount of pasta, okay? My sister went to this restaurant that we love in Memphis. They do, like, Cajun food and everything. They have this pasta that is so New Orleans, and so delicious, and they give you this bread that you can, you can sop around the plate, and it's just, oh, it's amazing, y'all, I just ate an obscene amount of that, and then tried to sit my ass down and record, I am so damn full, I'm sweating, <laughs> y'all could probably hear me sweating, oh, this is, child, I'm just like uh Bob Whitfield, this is terrible, but I'm, I'm going to make it through, okay? I want to jump into the She-Hulk episode. It was a great episode. I liked it more on my second viewing for some reason. I never know what it is. Same with uh Thor, Love and Thunder. Same with this. I really enjoy stuff. Not really. Or I don't know if I really enjoyed Thor, Love and Thunder. But I enjoy stuff better on my second watch. Maybe because, I don't know. I can't explain it, but I had a I had a good time just watching this. Like, And, you know, my second time with, like, Disney Plus stuff is usually when I'm doing notes. So it's hard to enjoy it then, but I found myself laughing a lot more because I think I have to notice more when I'm taking notes. So I found myself laughing a lot more at little stuff. I think uh, Titania is hilarious on this show. I think that Tatiana Maslany is the perfect She-Hulk. It's just all good. Nikki is such a good friend. I like her. I like a lot of Renee is in there now. It's, it's, it's good stuff, okay? Let's jump into the episode. We open on a She-Hulk by Titania commercial. It's hilarious because one of the taglines is, be who you are. Like she isn't making money off of somebody else's identity, but that's a story for another day. It's a commercial, and Jen is like water whipping in the kitchen, cooking up a little eggs, making a little piece of pancake, you know, doing what she does, and she hears this damn commercial. Child, then she's driving down the street. She sees a big-ass billboard, She-Hulk by Titania. Then she hears a radio-ass She-Hulk by Titania. It is a mess. By the time she makes it back home, her cousin Chad pops over with some memorabilia. He wants her to sign all of it so he can sell it. But, of course, it's all Titania bullshit. She-Hulk by Titania. All them lip glosses and masks and bombs and all kinds of shit. Child, he thinks she dumb as fuck, and he starts explaining to her how copyrights work. And, listen, when a dumb person starts explaining something to you, it makes you question every career choice you have ever, every personal decision, everything you've ever done in life okay she takes action her and nikki go to a she hulk by titania event and they skip the line and they go in to confront her but they pass some of the products on display first i love that she's selling snake venom lip plumper and Jen comments that she's quote unquote literally selling snake oil now see if you don't know what that is, that means you probably selling it. <laughs> you're probably slanging it every day, you raggedy ass. But no, let me stop. It's like, you know, the term snake oil salesman I is somebody who literally uses or like sells a, a useless ass product or a fraudulent ass product. Just, you know, just because you know what it is. Hey, I ain't got to explain it to you, but It's hilarious in this sense because obviously She-Hulk isn't her damn name. It's Titania, but she's profiting off of it because, well, why the hell not? Jennifer skips the line and Titania, she notices her and she says, I'm sorry, little child, but the line starts back there. See, obviously Jennifer is in her normal body because she's tiny. Jennifer confronts her, but Titania says the name is hers. Now, before the confrontation can go any further, someone interrupts and they make Jennifer take a picture of her and She-Hulk, which she does. Child, I would have knocked all this shit off that damn beauty counter. I would have snatched Titania person. I would have ran out there, motherfucker. I would have got my money back one way or the other, but that's just me. I was raised in Memphis. we were a little ghetto. I done told y'all, okay? They go into the office to work, and she's upset, but you can tell she's kind of, she's really starting to love the She-Hulk persona, which she has been fighting against badly okay think back to episode one when her and hulk argued a lot while he was teaching her the quote-unquote hulk ways and she was fighting hard you know having to change her whole lifestyle and she you know went to school to be a lawyer and she's finally made you know assistant d you know all this kind of stuff but now people just want her to be the big green machine well sis seems to be okay with it now okay Nikki is back at her desk looking at She-Hulk by Titania Products on the website when Pug walks up and says that he needs a favor. She says yes, but it's her usual fee, which is a return favor. Seems fair. He needs her to stand in line with him to do a sneaker jock. Oh, my God. Let me tell you all about these damn sneaker drops. Okay. I do not miss those days. The thought, the thought of waking up early to go to a mall or a Hibbs or a Nike factory, and whatever your local store is, just to get the newest pair of Jordans, was the dumbest shit in the world. And I hate that I used to participate in it every single Saturday with the rest of you motherfuckers out there trying to get a new outfit for the club. Oh, boy. To be 21 and dumb again or, have, I don't know, 18. I don't know how damn old I was here. I just knew I was dumb, okay? That part didn't change. It used to be, oh boy, it used to be cold as hell. People were getting stabbed. <laughs> Women giving birth in a line. It, it was a 1920s war zone out there, okay? Anyway, Pug wants to get those damn Iron Man 3s, which we saw advertised on their website that Jim was looking at a few episodes ago. He mentioned a guy named Alonzo the Drip Broker, who, awesome name by the way, who can find anything related to fashion. This gives Nikki an idea. She wants him to hook her up with Alonzo so that she can get Jen some custom hero clothes. What I'm hoping is like a whole nasty, you know, fitted piece of little purple suit that she has on on the cover of She-Hulk number two. That'd be iconic. That's a good one. Maybe the bodysuit. I don't know. We will we, we'll see. All is well in the universe we get that suit, okay? Either one of them. Obviously, we know we're going to get the love. The little wrestler-looking costume, which is iconic as we all the bodysuit, because we saw that in the trailer. So, let's see. They end up going to a boba tea cafe because Alonzo said that it's a front for a whole big operation. The man at the counter doesn't know what the hell they talking about. Nikki tries speaking to the man in Chinese, but he don't even speak that old racist ass. See, we need to start a cancel Nikki movement. Hashtag cancel Nikki online. Ooh, child, wait a minute. The barbs might think I'm after Nicki Minaj. Don't come for me, barbs, okay, unless I sent for you. I ain't did nothing. Actually, you know what? Nikki is a lesbian. Can lesbians be canceled? I don't know. Man, you you know, they canceled Kevin Spacey ass, and he the, he a lesbian, so... <laughs> they canceled the shit out of Kevin Spacey, old nasty ass. You know what? I'm veering off course, okay? The guy comes from the back, and after they reassure him that they're not, you know, cops or whatever, he shows them some super uh, fucked up merchandise, okay? All the shit is spelled wrong, like Avengers or Avengers with an I instead of Avengers with an E, like normal. Why did this remind me of that episode of Martin? <laughs> Do y'all remember the Witty Hudden episode when Martin and Brumman went into business together and were going to sell Whitney Houston World Tour t shirts outside of the concert? But Martin didn't check the t shirts ahead of time and it said Witty Hudden World Tour. All because bruh man couldn't spell. See that? And now we just had Sheree calling Tyrone uh, 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 bruh man on damn. You know what? I'm veering off again. Let me, let me keep you. They agreed to buy some of this fucked up merchandise from him. And he agrees to introduce them to the real connect. They go to a different location in the same building. I'm presuming, but dude will not let them in without a referral. They try to name drop Titania, but dude has a camera in the hallway. So he's like, "Ah, ah, I can tell your ass is lying. Be gone. Finally, they have to lie. And they say that Jen is an Avenger. And he agrees to a 15 minute consultation that his assistant is going to set up. We cut back to the office and She-Hulk is sitting in her boss's office. And he's like, uh, is there something you want to tell me? Why did I see a billboard for a She-Hulk booty boost uh, smoothie? She tries to explain, but he don't give a damn. Handle it, girl. Handle it, okay? We can't be having frivolous lawsuits out in this street if you're going to be working up in here. She says she'll handle it, and he's like, ah, ah, and that's where Hamilton comes in, okay? Renee Elise Goldberry's character, Mallory, who we saw, you know, for those three seconds in the Megan Thee Stallion episode, is going to represent Jen in a professional courtesy. Jen agrees to all of her terms, and it's hilarious once they actually start discussing the case because she asks her, okay, why didn't you you trademark the name? She looks like, why would I? Did Thor? Did Dr. Strange? Girl, that's their actual names, okay? Thor has been alive for thousands of years, so I think he's good to use his own name. And Dr. Stephen Strange got his name written on many degrees, okay? So I'm sure they trust that it's him. You should have gone with somebody like Captain America or something because I'm sure the legalities around that name is real muddy waters, okay? Anything involving the government, especially the government back in the 1940s, is, I'm going to quote Beyonce and say, America, America has a problem. Doot, Okay, Anyway. Mallory can't believe that lady let Titania outmaneuver her. And she told her that she has a good strategy to win, which is established that she has used the name regularly and Titania is profiting off of some shit that's already been established. And some shit, you know, she... Listen, she... The lady said, if you gonna be my client... You have to dress like you respect yourself and not like a football player pleading no contest to a DUI. Now, see, didn't I tell y'all this shit last time? Didn't I sit up and tell y'all that She-Hulk be wearing some damn 1990 Steve Harvey suits, them big boxy uh, suits with the shoulder pads like you teaching music education at a high school with Lydia Liza Gutman, okay? She puts Nicki Minaj on the case, but not Nicki Minaj, child. She puts Nicki, random Nikki, you know, best friend Nikki. I'ma call her Nicki Minaj, though. She puts Nikki on the case, but little did they know, Nikki was already helping in the style department. They get to court, and Titania is already there. She walks in. <laughs> that lady said, nice suit, Shrek. So obviously, Shrek exists in the MCU. Good to know. I love that this show already, like, I just love this show so much because they already knew things that the public was going to say and they basically wrote them into the show. Now see, that's how you gag a bitch right there, okay? The plaintiff says this is a frivolous lawsuit, but good old Mallory, good old Mallory gave a Viola Davis, Annalise Keaton level speech, okay? You better come on, Mallory. They argue back that Jennifer wasn't interested in using a name until it became a monetary issue. He even plays that clip of She-Hulk coming out of Abomination's prison saying that She-Hulk ain't my name. Stop calling me that, okay? Stop calling me that. But, oh, 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 oh Mallory, she got some heat for that ass, Okay. She plays that news clip that we saw at the end of episode three, I believe it was, when she explains how she got her name and how it stuck and how whether she likes it or not, she's she hawk. Big prr, okay? Big purr. The judge tells them to prove a pattern of her using it, not just one influence. And they're like, oh, did you bet, say less, you ain't said nothing but a word, we can do that. Nikki takes She-Hulk to her 15-minute consultation that she got her because she lied and said that that lady was an Avenger. That man was shading and reading them down and down boots, okay, from the moment that they stepped into the room. But I could barely enjoy the shade because there were so many costume designs in this room that I was trying to find all Easter eggs, okay? I think, and I don't know if this is confirmed or what, but it is Disney, think that I saw a version of Maleficent's crown. Now, is Maleficent in the MCU? I don't know, but it sure looked like her little, her little piece of head piece. I don't know, I'm, but I'm always lying. I feel like I always see Maleficent somewhere. I always be lying on Angelina Jolie, so I don't know, don't mind me. He doesn't agree to do the work until Nikki tells him that she's the Hulk's cousin and that she's gonna be a megastar. He says, by blood, of course by blood, but also literally by blood yes to how she became she hulk okay he starts asking all kinds of questions about what kind of suit she needs does it need to be bulletproof do you know do people be shooting ice at your ass do you do you need to be able to swim in it like what's t sis she's like um i'm i'm just a lawyer i just need a little a little piece of lawyer suit a little piece of olivia benson a little piece of annalise keaton you know a little piece of gladiator a little piece of olivia pope that's it a little piece of Perry Mason. You know, that's just a little piece of that. That's all. He says, I don't do basic shit, okay? Y'all better come up with the cussing on Disney+. Plus. See, they trying to set us up. They trying to set us up for Daredevil. And I'm ready for it, okay? Bring it on. I know that's right. Once Jennifer shows him that she'll, like, you know, she getting, you know, got some real skill and all like that. Because she's a small lady, but... Sometimes she can be a six foot seven basketball dunking menace. So he got to have some real skill to, you know, make something that she got. So of course he becomes very, very intrigued back at the office. They're discussing their experience with Luke, the designer, when they spot a very well-dressed Mallory with the creepy dude. She went on a blind date with, you remember that matchup date that she had? And I was telling y'all, look, I warned y'all last week about him. I was like, this dude creepy. He want to know too much. He was the one asking about, can vibranium pierce your skin and all that kind of shit? Uh-uh. His name is Todd, okay? Y'all keep an eye out for Todd. We don't trust him. He says, we should reconnect soon. Drinks on me. And baby, Jennifer folds, folds up like me in the bedroom after you know a little too much sangria, okay? Some of that good Aldi sangria. Look, it's good, okay? I ain't going to tell y'all I'm going to get you a bottle or two because I'll be sipping the hell out of it. Anyway... When Nikki and her are talking over lunch, she realizes actually how she can actually win this case. She created a dating profile the last episode as She-Hulk. So clearly she was already embracing the persona. Each date is going to be a corroborating witness. Cut to court and you can see all of the dates in the background, including the world hottest man ever to be born ever in the history of Everdom. Y'all know who I'm talking about. When Mallory presents her dating profile, I paused it, of course, so that I could run it down from top to bottom. Okay, it says, I am a, she selected woman, obviously. Looking for a, she selected man. Age range is from like early 30s to mid 40s, because I think it said her age was 33, child, I don't know, 32, 33, somewhere in there, okay. Ooh, the height was hilarious, though, because it starts at like five something, but it maxes out on the counter. She'll go anywhere up to 5'11". I know that's right, baby. Meaning that even if she hulked she, she at 6'7", she still want her a tall man like the rest of us. I know that's right, Jennifer Walters. I couldn't read the interest, but one of them was comedy, obviously, because this is a comedy show. And her About Me section read, and I quote, Mean, Green. And straight poured into these jeans. I know that's right. And the one, one of the sections said, what are you looking for in a partner? And she said, a sturdy back and a reinforced king size bed. You be- Listen, Jennifer, you better do that goddamn profile. I know yes to both. Yes to both. Bonus points if it's one of those California king beds that Rihanna used to sing about, okay? Does Rihanna still sing? I don't know. Only God and A$AP Rocky know for sure, I guess. This is when they start calling all of the dates to the stand as witnesses. And let me correct something that I didn't say last week. The man that I said looked like mother's milk from the boys, Laz Alonso, was actually punk. Y'all remember punk? Punk from I Love New York with his punk ass. Shout out to all my reality TV fans, okay? That's Jennifer Hudson's husband well ex-husband i don't know baby dad i don't y'all know what he is but they got a child together i don't know if them folk ever got married i know he proposed at one point i, I don't know I, I i tend to stay out of jennifer hudson's loud ass business okay my she ain't about to wreck my damn nerves not on a thursday shout out to k from the bravo wild black podcast who you'll hear from in a minute and one of my favorite listeners nick tucci for pointing it out to me because listen me and y'all know me and Kay text all the damn time. When she asked me if that was him, I said, no, I don't think that's him. Lying my ass off, child. Didn't, didn't even look at the man. Ain't that some shit? My bad, girl. My bad. Child, them people embarrassing the hell out of Jennifer in court. Listen, <laughs> we all go on some dates just because we bored, okay? Hell, sometimes we go to get a free meal. Some go, you know, just get a little over the jeans action. So who are we to judge, Okay. Speaking of judge, the judge, in this case, says that they've actually proven their case after all this testimony. Titania has to stop using the name and all of the products that are on the market must be recalled. See, I wonder if we'll see this fine-ass man, finest man ever, fine, fine for the fine, fine, because he gave her, you know, those bedroom eyes when he walked out of the courtroom. See, I know she love She-Hulk just a little bit more <laughs> because at first she damn sure didn't, but maybe that man want to give us something. He can, Oh, you know what? Let me, let me keep this PG, even though this has been an R rated episode so far, but anyway, she walks out of court and, you know, of course the public is, you know, really interested in having a post trial press conference with super influencer Titania. And She-Hulk is able to just walk right on by AKA, you know, just like the world we live in. And her and Mallory talk. Mallory said, you can do much better. Don't set off all them scrubs you was with. No, I don't want no scrub. Tiny and Candy, I already told y'all. And I don't know why y'all need Mallory to tell y'all. But tell him again, Mal. Tell them again. She buys her a drink to celebrate. And they have a great conversation about, you know, what women go through, how they deserve better options. She a whole superhero, and that's the best she can come up with. Everything. I love everything that this show represents. And basically, we just, we love you for that. We love you for calling out all the bullshit that goes on that everyone just keeps pretending is not. Mallory shades her one last time before she leaves about those damn clothes. And it reminds her, go pick up your clothes, girl as she breaks the fourth wall, of course. She goes back to Luke, and he has options all ready for See, we'll have to wait till the next episode to actually see, you know, what suit designs came with this, and the extra, quote-unquote, little extra outfit that he made for as well. But I'm sure they're all going to be, you know, iconic comic hero looks. Phase 4 has done a great job of giving us comic-accurate costumes, and we love them for that, Okay. We get a sneak peek when he goes over to move a box, you know, client, uh, uh, person, confidentiality, whatever the shit is called. And it's a helmet, but it's not just any helmet. It's, a Daredevil helmet, the one from the comics, okay? The yellow and reddish, the brownish, you know what damn color it is. Dead helmet. So maybe he's coming in the next episode. I don't know if that's foreshadowing for next week or just saying that. Okay, y'all, we know we, are, we all want Daredevil. He coming. The motherfucker is coming. Just give us a little time. See, this reminds all Daredevil fans of the Netflix Daredevil show, which I'm rewatching like I told y'all, where he would go to this guy. I always forget his name. I feel like, what's that man name? Like Melvin, I think it was. Melvin, shout out somebody. But he would go to him and he would make his costumes and they were bulletproof and all this kind of stuff. So he would have to redo them sometime because, you know, Daredevil used to get his motherfucking ass whooped, but he would always get back up, okay? Just like his dad had taught him. History repeating itself. I love that. No post-credits scene, but... 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 but, but, but The actual credits, which I love to watch every week, those like courtroom drawing credits, ooh, it's fantastic this week, okay? There's a part when Cartoon Pug is holding up his Iron Man 3s, and if you look on the sneaker wall in the back, you can see that there are other superhero-inspired sneakers, including one that looks suspiciously like Green Goblin. That was the first one I noticed. It had a little pumpkin head on it, and it's green, and a little piece of orange. Like, it's real. what does this mean? I don't know. There's one that looks like Carol Danvers' uniform, one that looks like the Thing skin from the Fantastic Four, and at the bottom, there are ones that look just like Cyclops's laser. Oh, what does this mean? Kamala, is there something you need to tell us? Like, where are your mutant friends? See, ooh. I paused too early initially, so when I unpaused, more shoes started to appear. That's when you get to see the Deadpool shoes, the Spider-Man shoes, the Moon Knight shoes, the Black Panther shoes, the Hulk shoes, one that looks like Ghost Rider shoes, the X-Men uniform. It's a woo! I was See, it kind of looks like, uh, what's my boy's name? Bishop. A little bit like, it It was good stuff, okay? I grabbed my whole stomach in excitement. Let the internet run amok. This scene made me so happy because y'all know when they acknowledge stuff, does that mean that they're there? The Iron Man 3s, Iron Man, he's a superhero. Does that mean that all of these people are currently in existence in this universe and they're as big of star, stars as Iron Man is? And we just haven't seen them on our screens yet? There's a lot of implications here. We just gotta figure out what the hell it is. Okay, I gotta calm down. While I calm down, I'm gonna throw it over to Kaya. Kaya got some questions she wants to ask child. I'm going to let her ask them and then I'm um, go answer. And then we go end this
1: episode, okay? Okay. Now, I loved this episode of She-Hulk. I have been loving the whole season, actually. And even before, like, the loser men on the internet talk shit about it, I thought that I was just not going to like it because of the CGI, and also because I didn't know if I was going to like the actress. But it's such a fun, fun show. You know I have some ignorant questions, obviously, as I usually do. I want to know, just like, I have questions about superheroes in general, but I guess I'll just save maybe like two or three for this voice note. Um, The issue of wearing things was raised in this episode, and in general, I want to know, like, when the Avengers be on these multi-hour and day trips where they're taking down the bad guy, going to space, and all these things, we always see them in the same outfit, like, cartoon characters, it's their signature outfits, but, like, do they ever get those washed? Like, what's going on? Do they get them dry clean? Um, Who made these suits? I think that Tony's responsible for like most of them, obviously. And and depending on their power or he knows the people who can um, make these suits for them. But it's like the maintenance of it is so weird for me personally. I would also like to know how Tatiana's character um, got her powers. If she is in the comics, how did she get her powers? At first I did not like... The way that she looked, because she looked like a dumb wrestling character. But when they decided to turn her into an influencer, like, she ate Downington, like Kendrick would say. So, um, how did she get her powers? And, like, when they have superheroes who have powers, like, why don't we ever see, like, how their family feels? Or... We always see them, and they know that, you know, that the person, they have powers or they're able to do a special thing, but we never really see, other than, you know, Pepper pots, like, how their family and close ones and loved ones and friends really feel about it. Um, yeah, so my last one for this one is also, do the Avengers get charged with murder or manslaughter when they kill a low level villain or even a high level villain who they should just obtain and lock up or something. Like I know that they discussed certain things briefly in civil war and they did go to jail, but I'm talking about like other shit. Like there's been other other battles and things like that where they just straight up killed people, um, and shot people and even if they don't get charged with manslaughter for killing them. Or do they get charged for injuring them at least? Like, I don't know. The boys has me questioning a lot. Uh, but thank you for letting me ask these questions. Thank you for this podcast. Because I always listen to the podcast and then re-watch the show. Because I always miss something or not, not understand something. Love you. Bye.
0: Okay. So let's take these questions one by one. I'm kinda do rapid fire, just give you my answers as they come to me, okay? The first one she addressed, she says the superheroes wearing the same outfit while they're on these long missions and all that kind of stuff. Well, I'm assuming, you know, they have a lot of safe houses around the place and stuff. So I'm assuming they can get them a little piece of shower and all like that. They might need to go incognito, so they might not have to wear the big flashy uniform. They can put them on, you know, a little... They might put them put them on a Victoria's Secret pink outfit or, you know, something like that. Somewhere they can blend in with the crowd. So they're not always in the uniform. They got to kind of go, you know, I was about to say commando, but they might have to go commando too, okay? Show their dick print a little bit. They got to, you know, they, they got to be a little bit inconspicuous. So they're not always wearing the suits. But also, it's a lot of technology out there. So if it's stark tech that the suit is made out of or like Anthony Mackie, his his came from, directly from Wakanda. I'm sure it's some technology in it that basically, you know, it knows how to hold in the funk, okay? It's, it's not going to let it out. It might be musty as a motherfucker inside that costume, but it's not going to seep through. So, you know, it, it, it just kind of depends. You know, it really kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of depends on it we in terms of costumes though i know you asked about uh who makes them and that really depends you know we for the most part we see when these costumes are created like wanda has the ability to kind of rewrite reality so she was able to create her costume basically through magic uh, Anthony Mackie, we saw on the show, his came from Wakanda. Bucky called in a favor for when IO was there. And so she went back. She was like, sure, girl, make him a little piece of vibranium bird suit with the shield and make it match a little bit. You know, black people look good and white, make it white, make them look like a little major red. So she gave him a nasty costume like that. Uh, Bucky, he don't really have a costume in the MCU. He doesn't really have one in the comics either. He just has, you know, the signature arm. But if you go back through all the projects like Loki... He doesn't really have a costume either. He just doesn't dress the way we dress on Earth. He has good as uh, Guardian leather, so you know it, it. It just depends on the person. Now, Titania, you called the lady Tatiana, but I, I, I figured I know he meant Titania. Now she got her power. So in the comics, there's this thing called Battle World, which we'll. I, I'm hoping, I'm assuming we'll get into in the MCU. When it comes to the secret war of it all, I'm sure we'll get into it when we get a little Dr. Doom introduction somewhere, you know, all of that. But there's basically, okay, so she had a little friend. They were both, you know, outcast in schools, but she became popular when uh, one of the girls told her, hey, I think that Spider Woman, look, they got the same hair. So all the popular girls liked them. And then a popular girl was like, okay. Come to this little piece of party. You know, I'm having a little piece of slumber party. We go watch Martin and, you know, uh, live and single all night. Pop a little popcorn. It's going to be good. Her friends with black, I'm assuming. I don't know. But she invited her. And then the whole suburb ended up getting, like, transferred to Battleworld. And Battleworld, child, Battleworld starts a lot of shit, okay? Especially in Secret Wars. You'll find out about it. But basically, Dr. Doom ends up making a deal with them. And he gives her her power, so like, she becomes, her name was Mary, but she goes from Mary to Titania, and then her friend was Marsha, and I think she becomes, what is it, uh, I, I remember her name, but she becomes a superhero, too, and then they ended up becoming, like, villains, and they fight for Doom on Battleworld against all of the good guys, basically, so this is when her and She-Hulk's kind of rivalry ends up developing, so... That's all you really need to know about uh Titania. I don't think they're going to get into all of that. I don't even know if that's her origin on this show. But if they do spend an episode developing Titania, that would be so dope if, like, none of us expected that Dr. Doom was going to pop up on this show. That would be the cameo of the century. Like, that would be a good one. So, I don't know. We'll see. How do the families usually feel? Well, the reason we don't usually see this play out a lot is because, remember... They have secret identities. They usually don't tell them families, like, you know, that they're superheroes. There are only a few exceptions. Like, Spider-Man, of course, his family knows because they had to end up finding out uh, what they found out. You know, he didn't want to tell them, but they just kind of found out. But now they don't even know their man exists and then unmade dead. So. But most of them don't know because people tend to target, like, especially in the comics or you've seen other superhero movies, They tend to target the families of the superhero when they can't get to them. So they never want people to go after them just because of who they are. So that's usually why we don't see a lot about how the family feels with because nine times out of 10, they don't know. Now, we do. We've recently gotten some people who know, like, you know, Kamala Khan, her whole family knows. So that's going to be really interesting to kind of deal with especially you know we might see that in the Marvels. we know we're all going to be on earth at some point her carol and monica so we'll see how it plays out good question though lastly do they get murder charges um so usually short answer the heroes usually try not to kill people They want to bring them to justice, and their idea of justice is letting them go through the legal system. So they usually want to capture the bad guy, not kill him. So you used to hear Captain America say that all the time, don't kill him, you know, all this kind of stuff. Daredevil says it a lot, and you know, but they, that was the whole like thing, like remember season two of The Punisher? John Bernthal came through there shooting, everybody in that motherfucker. And the part, you know, the Daredevil was like, "No, we can't be doing all that." So usually they want to bring these people to justice, not kill them necessarily. Now, does killing happen sometimes? Mm-hmm. But is anybody gonna do anything about it? Mm-mm. What you gonna do to him? Nothing. They just got to deal with it. I mean, it's a bad guy. He got killed. He shouldn't have been in a goddamn way. He shouldn't have been there. He should have been at home eating some spaghetti, watching Will of Fortune or something. But his ass is up here. Uh, fucking with vibranium and i about to say kryptonite, but wrong universe, you know, just messing with stuff. He ain't got no business doing. So usually charges are brought against people when this happens, like on a, you know, a worldwide level. And then it's usually not like local police. It's usually like the UN or somebody getting involved, like all of the nations coming together, like the Scovia course and saying, okay, these superheroes have lost their goddamn mind. Somebody get them. We need to talk to these people. Okay. And then it goes from there. Whew, those are some good questions, though. My answers are ridiculous, but they stand. I'll, you know, I'll defend any of them. So, I would, you know, y'all feel free to write in. I love getting the questions. Y'all ask me on Instagram. We usually just talk on there when I'm checking DMs because, child, y'all know me. But drop in the comments, email me, anything. We'll be back with the regular kind of uh, engagement that we do on Instagram every day when the she-hulk episodes drop so every thursday and then i'll be back to kind of reading some of your responses on there but until then that'll be a week from now i'll see oh wow you sat through that entire episode well aren't you special you deserve a treat why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Podchaser or CastBox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Make sure you follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast. That's at realitycomics2, T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya!